talking about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Today is Saturday, June 13th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I host a show that some people, including myself actually, like to call this Joe Batanz. It's a show where I talk about what's going on in my life, much to the chagrin of anybody who likes anything interesting, but much to the enjoyment of people who don't. It's all going to happen right here on this Joe Batanz. Right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, today is Saturday, June 13th, 2020. And this is this Joe Batance. Oh my god, so much has happened since we last spoke. Maybe I should always speak to you. That way nothing happens. Does that make sense? Because it seems the, the days when I need to speak to you, because I'm required to speak to you, that nothing happens. And I'm always like, oh, what am I going to talk about in the show? And I, do these crazy theater of the mind gimmicky things, and I will I will say about the theater of the mind episode. I did I didn't go into the episode thinking I was going to do that. It's just something that just happened, uh, really spontaneously. I was like, eh, I, don't, I I can't even think of the th- thought process of how I got there, but I remember how it happened. But uh, yesterday was quite the day, uh, June twelfth, twenty twenty. Um, for the week or so leading up to. June twelfth, my mom had been complaining about uh, a pain in her leg, but it very it was very very similar to mine actually, almost exactly. She was describing it, and it was like it was like we were experiencing the same thing. In fact, I'm actually having a sciatica pain right now, uh, not back pain. There, there's a difference, you know. I was when I was frozen with back pain, like I was a couple of weeks ago. That okay. Here's let me explain it to you. For the, and those of you who have back pain or suffer from back pain, you'll understand what I think a lot of Americans do, or a lot of people around the world do, is that what happens is, is, is if the sciatica pain flares up pretty bad, then what happens is my, the rest of my body tries to compensate for the muscles that are hurting, and then everything just freezes up. It's like a domino effect, okay? And that's what happened last time, is... Uh, I, you know, my sciatica acted up. I didn't really take care of it. And then my whole body froze in reaction. And, uh, in fact, I think that's what's happening now. I just have to, I just have to take care of this shit. Okay. And, um, so my sciatica hurts, but my back, the rest of my back is fine. It's just a sciatica. But my mom was suffering from the same thing. And it can be quite annoying and quite painful. Uh, and so... She decided, because she had a, I don't know if you guys remember this, but about a little less than a year ago in September of, we, I wasn't even doing this Joe Batanz then. It was just so weird because I can't imagine a time when I wasn't doing this Joe Batanz. Um, my mom went to the hospital with a blood clot. They spotted the blood clot and they gave her blood thinners and she was on it for three months. My mom hates taking medicine. Hates it. Hates it more with a passion. So... 
you know, it, to be honest with you, the 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 routine is pretty simple. It's you take a blood thinner in the morning and a blood thinner at night. But she hates taking pills so much that it was just, I don't know, she just hated it. So, but, you know, she wanted to be cautious. So she called her doctor and said, listen, I'm feeling this pain. And the doctor said it was probably just her sciatica acting up or whatnot. But just to be safe on the safe side. She had to get some blood work done anyway. He said, go get the blood work done. I will order this one test uh, called a D-dimer test to be done. Stat. Sit in the parking lot, hang out. And if it comes back negative, then all else good. And you'll suspect it will be. If it comes back positive, we're going to have to do some more tests. Because that means there may be a, bu- a blood clot. My mom seemed pretty nonchalant about it. She didn't seem that worried about it. And so they went in on Friday morning. And... Uh, I went out to grab some breakfast, and in the middle of, of said breakfast, um, I got a text message from my mom. I said, sorry, guys, looks like I have a blood clot. Which, again, look, the remedy is, while blood clots can be dangerous, the remedy is blood thinners. And because this would, this would have been my mom's second blood clot in a year, which is unusual, I... I figured you're probably going to recommend that she stay, she remain on blood thinners for the rest of her life, and I knew she'd be very upset about this. And so, actually, that's if I had any anxiety or worry, it was a it was about my mom's anxiety and worry, which I'm sure is pretty much the definition of a codependent relationship. But uh, and so it wasn't that bad. My anxiety wasn't that bad. Uh, it was just like ugh, I was just more bummed for my mom. Okay. Because uh, she said, they're going to do an ultrasound, but it looks like I have a blood clot. And then what made it worse is my mom and dad do everything together. So whenever she goes to the doctor, my dad's in the in the room with her. But because of COVID, my dad had to remain in the parking lot. And so then mom, my mom's, I talked to my mom and she was crying and she was just really upset about the diagnosis and very frustrated about having to probably take blood thinners again and probably have to take them for the rest of her life and then she was worried about my dad because he was in the parking lot. And my dad's in the parking lot worried about my mom and they're not together. It's a whole thing. And again, going to the codependent nature, uh, I was just upset because they were upset, if that makes sense. I was just, I wasn't like crying or anything like that. I was just like, just, I just was just, it just, I wasn't in the right headspace. And I was supposed to do the tea at noon. And I texted, I sent a text message to Jay Ellis and Lori and said, listen, guys, and they didn't know what it was at the time. I said, there's something's come up, family emergency, and the drama, I suspect, will not be over until after we're supposed to do the tea. Can we postpone it till Sunday? And they were like, sure, no problem. And they just hope everything's okay. So as the day progresses... Uh, you know, now it's nine o'clock because they went early in the morning. It's ten o'clock, and you know these tests take a, a lot of time. Finally, at eleven o'clock, my mom calls me, and she's like, uh, "I'm worried about your father because he hasn't eaten. He didn't eat breakfast, and now he's in the parking lot. And he's diabetic, and and I so which is again, this is a very frustrating thing. Is my dad is a, a, an adult." You know, my mom's an adult, but they can act like children very much. So when I called my dad and I said, you have to eat. And he was like, no, I'm not going to eat. And I was like, this is not safe. You know, this, this, by the way, this constantly happens. This 
constantly happens. Why they don't prepare for it, I don't know. This is always a thing. If they know this is a possibility, he should take lunch, he should take snacks, should eat, at least that way in case he flees. It's a whole thing, but they don't, okay? And I said, do you want me to go take you some food? I'd already canceled the tea by that point. And I, he said, no. And then I said, well, man, my brother lives next to where they were. So I said, do you want me to have Mike take you some food? And he goes, no, your brother works. Which I found very insulting because, and this is the thing, I think we talked about it on Just Between Us Girls. I work. I work my ass off. But it's one of these things where it's a combination of they they don't even understand what podcasting is. They just, it just doesn't make any sense to them. You have to understand everything that we do, everything that what you listen to, they don't know you guys exist. They just think I they just think I'm talking to friends. They know I'm not. They know this goes out into the world. But in their heads, I'm claiming that what I do for a living is just talking to my friends all day. And they hear laughing and they hear joking and dancing and music and all this and they're like, there's no way this is someone's job. You know, and so they don't think that I work in their head. I don't work. Uh, I'm just an unemployed person. Uh, even though Afterthought is paying for HelloFresh, and so they're not paying for it. I don't know why. Do they think that this comes by magic? I don't know. I don't. They don't give me money. Do how do they think I pay my bills? How do they think I buy things? How do who's buying these movie posters? They don't. I don't know. They don't. They just don't understand it. It's just. It's beyond their comprehension, and it's like like I I, I I I might be repeating myself for some of you, but I said this on just between us girls where I said I also this and this was true with the SAT stuff. I generally I'm not a person who talks about work outside of work, unless I'm talking to someone who I work with. You know, like I'll talk to Taylor as a day is long for about podcasting, but outside of it, I don't I don't have to Chris and Mercedes about podcasting. If they ask a question, I might answer a question, but like. I don't go around talking about podcasting. In fact, to the point where in my extended group of friends that I know through Chris and Mercedes, one of them one time just turned to me and said, what do you do? Like, what do you do for work? Like, how do you live? They didn't even know. They didn't even know what I did. And, and then that's the thing, too. Even when you tell a general person that you do podcast, you, you guys don't have to understand something. This is, I mean, it, it boggles my mind, too. Nobody, nobody makes money in podcasting, nobody. And now I'm saying that, but I actually looked at the statistics the other day, and I think it's only 7% of all podcasts make, have enough of an audience to make money. So the fact that we're in that 7%, uh, is, you know, 93% of podcasts aren't in that echelon, you know? And uh, and I want to build it and build it and build it. But to, when you tell people that you make a living at podcasting, they don't know what you're talking about. They, they have no idea. You literally just told them, I make money as uh, a magician or something. <laughs> like my, my living. Now, I, now, look, as a member of the Magic Council, I do know there are professional magicians who do just fine. But again, even of those, those very, very few who actually make a living and do very well as a magician. One of the best magicians I know makes a living at it, but man, his car is 
junkie and he has a junkie life, but he's a professional magician. And um <clears throat> so anyway, so he said, but Mike works. And so like I'm just like, ugh. So he lands up actually coming home because he talks to the nurse, my dad. And the nurse tells him that, you know, it's gonna be at minimum four hours before my mom gets any news. They have to still do the ultrasound, they have to do the CAT scan. It's going to be a minimum of four hours to go home, rest, get some lunch, and then come back. So my dad comes home. And he's actually pretty calm. He, he, he keeps himself busy in the yard so he doesn't keep his mind off of it. Because they're, they're very upset that my mom might have a blood clot. And my mom says she'll text him. And so he grabs some lunch, eats some lunch. So we, we know he ate. And then um, he putters around the house for a bit. And then my mom texts, sends a text message that the um, technician told her that it would be about a half an hour um, and then she'd get the news. So my dad left and he sat in the parking lot in the cool parking lot. And, but it was actually more like 90 minutes. And I don't know why up until, oh, 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 oh. I will say this. I will say this. Hold on. Bre- breaking news that I forgot. The, uh, the technician tells her they did an ultrasound and they couldn't find a blood clot. So now it'd be about a half an hour and they were going to wait for the CAT scan. And I don't know why, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, as a lead-in, that it took 90 minutes. More than 90 minutes, actually. But close to 90, maybe 95 minutes. To get the results of the CAT scan. And I don't know why, but between one-ish, when my mom said the text message about they would be uh, giving her the news in half an hour... And about 2.30 or 3, I don't know when the exact news came in. I was a fucking nervous wreck. I don't know why. Because in theory, the um, the ultrasound not finding a blood clot was good news. And then the CAT scan was going to be to make sure that maybe a blood, there wasn't a blood clot and it went through her lungs. Again, if they did and they found it before she had it, they could do a lot of things to stop it. But... Um, I don't know. I was just a nervous wreck. Nervous wreck. <sighs> Literally, I, I actually popped a Xanax. Uh, but within, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes for me to, to feel the effects of the Xanax. Within that 20 to 30 minutes when I finally gave in and took the Xanax. And I did every, look, I, this is a bitch who has anxiety or has suffered from anxiety. So I know every trick in the book to ease anxiety. And I was easing the physical symptoms, but the mental symptoms I wasn't. And which would often trigger then the resurgence of the physical symptoms. So finally, I popped a Xanax. And uh, within that time, my mom sent a text message that she'd gotten the news. There was no blood clot. And uh, it was... Uh, so the test, the D-dimer test, uh, it just it just finds for... It looks for a certain uh, levels of a... I'm not remembering what chemical it is in your blood. Uh, sometimes to do with fiber. Okay. And there's a lot of it, it's usually the result of a bunch of things. It could be a heart attack, but they, they did an EKG, my mom. They did a chest x-ray. They found no, they found nothing. Everything seemed normal. Uh, it could be cancer. They did a CAT scan and everything. They found no cancer. Um, uh, the blood test also didn't indicate any, there was no weird blood test, no weird liver or kidney results or anything like that. The only thing they told her was, you know, um, drink more water. So now she she hasn't been... One thing you should know, and this can also lead to the high 
uh, D-dimer test. My mom had her thyroid taken out because uh, they were afraid that cancer might happen. And so that can often lead to blood clots, believe it or not, but it can also lead to weird results on tests. And that's probably what it was. I mean, nobody knows what it was. But look, the good news is she did not have a blood clot. And so she came home and we celebrated by... Um, well, I was going to make the second HelloFresh dinner. Here's a weird thing. You know, on Fat Camp, if you're not part of Fat Camp, and not many of you are, we're getting HelloFresh. Well, I'm getting HelloFresh. I've been trying to get Taylor on it, and he's just avoiding all those calls. And um, we got two meals from HelloFresh. But the second HelloFresh meal didn't have... It was, you know, there's three of us, so I got the meal for four people. Because you can only do two or four people. And it, they only sent us half the thing, so they sent it for two people. So I, I messaged HelloFresh, and they're going to credit me and whatnot. But So I was originally going to do that, but we landed up just making some taquitos in the air fryer. And uh, I made uh, – my mom, my mom had asked after everything was all clear on the blood clot. You know, I've been making homemade ice cream, and for some reason my mom really likes the strawberry ice cream. She goes, I want strawberry ice cream to celebrate. So I made strawberry ice cream from scratch, and – we had that uh, here. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Lori did the first response on her own. That's, we were, actually, we were having dinner. We were having that taquito dinner with the strawberry ice cream during the first response. And it came up and, believe it or not, you know, not doing the first response, I will say it's weird. It's always weird. Whenever there's an afterthought show going on that I'm not part of, it's it's very, very strange. But um, I, re- I was relieved that, you know, the, the first response was a burden on me. And uh, so Lori ran the first response. And then afterwards, you know, still had a lot of work. I came in and I had to process the first response. I had to set up the shows for the next day. I had, I mean, there was a lot to do. So I had like two or three hours of work ahead of me. And we're going to do the tea. We're going to do it on Sunday now, which is tomorrow. Today is Saturday. And I think it's going to be a good time. Lori's pulled some good stories. And what happened today? Today, actually, so I'll be honest with you, my nerves were still a little shot uh, after the, just, just you know, the, 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 after something happens, shock. And um, so I took another Zanny at night, and whenever I do that, man, I'm going to tell you something, I just fucking sleep like a goddamn motherfucking baby. And... My original plan, even though I got everything ready for uh, the show the next day, since now I don't do it till noon, I was like, oh, I have such a luxury tomorrow. I can wake up whenever I want, and then I'll just watch the show and take notes, and I'll pull the audio clips, and I'll probably have time to do this, and stuff. all this time to play Animal Crossing, all this jazz. Girl, this fucking Xanax knocked my ass out. I didn't wake up until after nine, right? And then right when I woke up, Adam Vaught called. And I talked to him for like an hour. And so that was 10. And then I'm like, I need a coffee. So I ran and grabbed a coffee. And I kind of, I'm still, I was still like groggy. So I'm like, I need a coffee to wake me up. And then, um, uh, then I just had like an hour to like, uh, get everything ready for Drag Race Recap. Um, and then Drag Race Recap happened, and then I had to process that show, and I, that that's a whole other... Drag Race Recap is really a full day of work. And then I had only like an hour, and I had to go to Target to buy a um, SD card, 
because I had lost the one that we used for the pit crew and Philip had to lend me one. So I went to Target. I bought the SD card. That's when my sciatica started acting up. I was in a lot of pain. And then I had bought this book on batch cocktails. And uh, I made one of the batch cocktails and took it to Philip's house. Girl, this fucking cocktail is dangerous. I'm telling you. It is so fucking good. I had to stop myself. I'm all like, there's a lot of alcohol in this. And it, it tastes so good that I will be, they'll be peeling me off the floor. I don't know it. And then Alex, strangely, when we were ordering, ordered something called Tommy Burger, which is a local chain I just never been to, and they were shocked by it. So he ordered me a chili cheeseburger because they're known for their chili burgers and chili cheese fries. And we ate that after the room after um, watching Drag Race, and we recorded the pit crew. And now we're here, and I just timed that correctly. You've just heard my past couple of days. And uh, it was fantastic. I'm sure there's more days to talk about. Maybe I'll think about my Wednesday and Thursday. But uh, those were mostly phone calls. But until tomorrow, we're going to call it a day there. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. But for now, it's this Joe Batance right here on After Thought Media. <laughs>